love me, yeah, they love me. First, love yourself. And God, we trust. Trust me, I don't trust myself. Your jewelry, I get it took. No show. Welcome back to It Is What It Is. This episode is sponsored by Underdog Fantasy. The app is an easy way to make some cash just by making picks on your favorite players. Underdog is available in more than 30 states, including California, Florida, Texas, and New York, just to name a few. Make sure to support the show by hitting the link in the bio and downloading the Underdog Fantasy app. They will also match your first deposit up to $100, and you get a special pick when you sign up. I'm Treasure Wilson, a.k.a. Stat Baby, along with your hosts, Mace and Cam. Murder, what up, man? Chilling, man. What's going on? I was a good Samaritan today. I waited for you. You were late. I I appreciate it. (laughs) I mean, what can can I say, man? I really appreciate that you waited. What what episode were you on? 92nd episode. 91 episodes, and this is the first first day I'm late. First of all, <laughs> this is the first day I'm late. Mace lives six blocks from here. Mace walks in here, just come. We don't say nothing. We just like yeah, that's that's Mace quadruple platinum. Mace, we what can we say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mace, you just crashed this Damn, down. I waited for you. Yeah, I waited for you. Yeah, but listen, I, I thank you. I appreciate it. Might I, be the bigger person. No, I, I appreciate you waiting for me, man. And listen, I don't got no problem. With you coming in late every day, you 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 murder. You come late every day. You strolling here. What's up? Blame all of us, acting like we late. And you live six blocks from here. I don't care. I don't care. I don't mind because you my big bro. You walk in when you want to walk in. I don't, it, it's all fine with me. But I'm gonna tell you why I'm late. I'm gonna tell you exactly why I'm late. And, I'm, and listen, you my nigga and all that shit. But right now, I'm being, I'm being. How I'm being, what's, what's it called? I'm guilty by association right now. Because I'm telling you right now, murder, we, I don't have no problem with you, but now I'm running into problems in the street now. So we coming in the casino, me and church. Oh. Listen, me and church, I right, church, church, I just grab a nigga up. Nigga walks in the yeah. casino, we walk in the casino, and yeah. a nigga comes to me and says, Yo, when Mace, when Mace said he's going to put out a song on Black Friday and then he's other day say he's going to put a freestyle out, what's going on? I said, I said, I don't know. Whenever Mace wants to put it out. And then the n- nigga mumbles under his breath. When, when somebody pop on one of you niggas, I guess you'll be happy. What well, I don't never have niggas <laughs> pop on one of you niggas. Church had to grab a nigga because I'm confused why a nigga might even want to pop on me. So... Don't tell niggas you putting out no more freestyles, my nigga, because it's starting to turn violent at this point. <laughs> to where niggas say you go, well, when a nigga pop on one of you niggas, I guess y'all be happy. I don't know why a nigga even want to pop. And I'm going to tell you, you be careful as well. <laughs> you be careful as well. Because niggas is remembering that. they Tito said that they's going to start a petition on when is the shit coming out? Because people are eager to hear what's going on. Now I'm being threatened. I'm just letting you know that. I'm at the point where I'm being threatened because they want to hear music. We can get to what we got to do. I just thought I'd share that with you. Be careful in them airports, them countries, and wherever you're traveling, it's turning violent because you won't give niggas a 16 or whatever you promised niggas. Beware. That's all I'm saying. Okay, well, let's start the show. What an interesting start. Okay, yeah, during the Grizzlies game in which they won against the Warriors 116 to 107, Draymond Green revealed Memphis's Gigi Jackson, also the youngest active NBA player, told Steph Curry 
I got uninvited from your camp. He then went on and dropped 23 points on them. Why do you think he told Steph that? And what's your initial reaction to hearing that? G.G. Jackson for, for Memphis? Yeah. Triple yeah. J, Triple G's, all these fucking... <laughs> all these yeah, shit. double G-J, double G-J. Yeah, and all this shit. Listen, <laughs> you know what I don't understand? And listen, man, um, what I just don't understand with people is that why play with certain individuals? Like, certain people you could, you could, you could say shit like that to. Or you can sit there and talk shit to and you feel confident about it. Like, you know, when uh, I, I was talking, to, I, I watched years ago, this is years ago, Alan Iverson, everybody knows that famous crossover he did on Michael Jordan. And Alan Iverson got on TV and they was like, how you felt about doing that to Michael Jordan? And he was like, yo, Mike is the GOAT. But you know, this is my dance floor too when I come out here. This is my dance floor. And... Allen Iverson is shit. Probably not even probably top five two guards, especially at six feet, six foot one, whatever he is. But he he even said it like, you know, this is my dance floor. And that was bigger him to say, and that was dangerous to say as well. But that's Allen Iverson. I'd never heard of Triple G. And the reason I bring that up is because niggas like Allen Iverson, he can say shit like that. Even though he wouldn't, he's not Michael Jordan, but he still can say that. You had 23, you didn't have 47. You didn't have 48. You're in second and third to last place, GG. G. Don't talk to Steph Curry like that. The nigga got four rings. The nigga shoots out the building. You know what happened? You know what happened, GGG? <laughs> you calling him GGG. What's his name? GG Jackson. GGJ. G. Cam, he's GGJ. That's the point. I don't even know that nigga. That's the point. I'm just. <laughs> GGJ, I, I say Triple G, my fault. J, 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 you saw that, <laughs> J, saw that J. What I'll say is this, and I, and, and I know Mace has something to say, and maybe I'll, I'll piggyback again off what Mace said. But you play for the Memphis Grizzlies, right? There's yeah. still some Memphis Grizzlies players who played there from last year. Dylan Brooks tried this. He tried to say some slick shit to LeBron James. And you know what LeBron James did to him the next time they played? Killed them and sent them niggas home. He's in Houston right now. I'm not saying Houston's doing pretty good, actually, but better than Memphis. But yeah. still, he didn't want to go to Houston. He got out of pocket with a superstar, a Hall of Famer, the person who, <laughs> who has all the, the lead, leads to NBA and points past Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You got out of pocket with him. And... You, you did it subliminally because you could have been like, yo, Steph, you know what's good? Uh, I came to your camp and I didn't make it. It's, it's, it's a pleasure to even be on the same court as you. It's a way to do it. You, if you, I don't know the context of how it went, but this is the quote that we got. Yeah, you cut me at your camp, yeah. nigga. <laughs> Take packing on up. Don't, don't play with certain... Yeah. That's the, don't play with that light-skinned nigga like that, man. That's a light-skinned nigga to get dark. Pause. Beware. Do not do that because you end up tomorrow, you won't even know it, and you'll be in Detroit. Keep playing. Dumb is the type of niggas that get you traded to the worst team in the NBA. Keep it up and you'll be in Detroit. Go ahead, Murder. 
Yeah, playing for the Sacramento Shishkabov. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't even in the G League. You in the F League. My yeah. nigga, you a bugging. You got to chill, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with these niggas? I appreciate, I appreciate the tenacity, pause, but I'm thinking about how do you get uninvited? That's what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> what did you do that made them uninvite you? Like right. you were, you had an invitation and then we changed our mind. Like, what happened in that particular scenario? Because that's crazy. So that's actually exactly Imagine what happened. Think- yeah. They gave out Go invites ahead. and they over-invited too many people. So they had to retract some invites back. And his was one of them. So he was one of the people that they were being generous to. And they was like, if we have enough space, pause, you can show up. And then they recognized they didn't have enough spaces. And they had to say, come on, my nigga, you know you don't belong on this list. And that's basically what it is. We were trying to be nice. It, this, is, this is what happened when that mentality of giving everybody a trophy goes wrong. <laughs> you know, like in, when I was living in L.A., not L.A., but um, San Diego, my son was playing on a team, and they would just give everybody trophies. I said, nah, give the trophy back. He said, well, I give the trophy back. I said, because you didn't win anything. You didn't win anything. Y'all actually was like in fourth place. You don't get a trophy for fourth place. Yeah. And then I made him work until he could win a trophy that he could have. And he appreciated it. But at that moment, that was hell in the household. Yeah, I could You made him give his trophy back. Yeah, there's like a fourth place trophy. That's not a real trophy. That's a participation trophy, and we don't do those. (laughs) (laughs) We don't do the participation trophy. You start him out early, then he can get uninvited. This is how you can get uninvited. You're really not in the list, and we decide that we're no longer giving out participation invitations, and they they need that invite back. Yeah, you know who you Don't take that off though. Yeah, you know who that is, Murder? Like, you know... When you go to the awards and you, you know, how you sit in the front or is it you or Denzel Washington yeah. and everybody, he's a seat filler. Yeah. <laughs> he's the people that fill the seats up when they're yeah. around the celebrity so that it look crowded when they're there. Yeah. So And you actually, Gigi Jackson, because I'm I'm on a new I'm on a new path right now. You should be actually happy that he uninvited you because that's what made you work to be on this stage. You got to remember, sometimes it's a blessing in disguise that somebody told you the truth. He told you the truth. But let me get that invitation back. And that's why you was able to get 23 that night. That's how I see it. What, what new path are you on? <laughs> <laughs> you on a new path? What path is this? Let me know what's going on. <laughs> and I'm not letting nothing slide no more. Oh, okay, I thought that I was the original path. Or what you you, you went yeah. off path for a minute, yeah. and you got back on yeah, it. I got, off, I got off a little bit. I was trying to let 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 niggas enjoy themselves. I'm I'm back on it. That's why I got on all black. You know, pause. Okay. Well, you you said pause kind of a little bit after you was trying to let niggas enjoy themselves, which was kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> But okay. Um, and look, make said it really well. That's a great way to look at it. That, you know, being uninvited. Would you say? I said he helped them. 
No, I, absolutely. I, I didn't. I didn't look at it from that perspective. That's a great way to look at it. Being uninvited, and and not only we don't know which tri- uh, trials and tribulations or your road to the NBA was, but obviously, if you remember that and want to tell him that, it seems like you've been wanting to tell him that for a minute. That helped you get there, and I didn't look at it from that perspective. That's a great way that Mace put that together, and that could be part of reason, one of the reasons, many reasons that you are in the NBA now. I was like no NBA player, but it's just about it's levels to this shit. Be careful. Be really careful. You know, we talked about this with, and it hasn't happened yet, with Halliburton talking to Damian Lillard crazy, and they played again. And Halliburton said, I said what I said. <laughs> you know, he, he bust ass again. So now when this happens after, if you go back and do this again, I said what I said. Same thing with, with um, our nigga Shy. Over there, Shay, over there in um in uh OKC. He putting up pictures mm-hmm. of stuff. And then he he went back and did it again. You know, when you do this multiple times, I could dig it, but not with the Grizzlies at this particular point. They're not that good. Golden State isn't the best that they are right now, but they're better than the Grizzlies. Yeah. Oh. I just want to add, I just don't think he was being trying to be disrespectful because even like they had a post-game interview where Shaq was interviewing him and he didn't know until Shaq introduced himself. And in the interview, um, Shaq basically just told him, I don't have a question. I just want to say congratulations, young fella, because he did just turn 19 and he was very shook and surprised. So like he still obviously has respect for other players. But I think in that moment, like, you know, in the heat of the moment, like they're beating the Warriors. This is Steph Curry. He did get uninvited from the camp. He just wanted to say his little piece and he got it out there and that's that. But niggas, I mean, niggas get killed in the heat of the moment. Pause. <laughs> niggas die sometime in the heat of the moment. <laughs> I don't see niggas get shot in the heat of the moment. <laughs> so I dig it. Yeah, I hear where you coming he, from. Yeah. And he think different in heaven, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, watch that. <laughs> yeah. Y'all be careful. <laughs> So. That is not the way I was going. Yeah, we from a different era in a different place of heat of the moment could cost you your life. <laughs> Be careful. Yeah, you don't, you don't get a do-over for that. Okay. You play with the <laughs> niggas. Right. Next topic. Um, the Suns completed. Oh, and just real quick. I just think it's funny, too. We'll see what happens because every time we talk about a player, you guys are like, I never heard of him. They end up spazzing out. So we'll just see what happens next for Gigi Jackson because who knows? Well, he's been there all season, right? Yeah, he's on two-way, though, so I don't know how many times. So he's been in the G League as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he had, we, we ain't hear about him until this. You know, when people... Yeah, look, we didn't hear about him because he's in the G League. Who watched the G League games? I don't. <laughs> yeah, neither do I, unless it's maybe the championship. Secondly, you might be in the G League next week. When you're a two-way player, that means they keep shipping you right. back and forth from the G League to the A, G League to the A. You might have been playing because niggas is hurt. You got to think about it. Desmond Baines hasn't been playing. You know, John Morant's out for the season. And, and you're a two-way player saying, you know, I got cut from the camp. Look, you can find a nice way about it, stat all you want. That's what you do for a living. Watch your mouth before I make a call and get you back in the G League. And you're 19. Be easy, my nigga. Be easy. Moving along, <laughs> the Suns completed a. Did you just threaten that nigga, Cam? No, Did no. He just threaten. I wasn't threatened. When I say no, I'm saying be easy. I'm telling be easy for himself because look, think about it, Mace. 
this is we laugh and we joke and all that other shit, but dead ass seriously, and, and niggas won't ever admit it and say it. That nigga Dylan Brooks is not really that bad of a player. He's he's not terrible. Yeah. He, he you know, he some may say he he was the Draymond for Memphis. If if yeah, you want to look at it. You said it to the wrong player. You said it to the wrong nigga, man, and that got you out of here. And then as far as you like, as far as stat just saying how uh we always say we never heard of nobody and then we end up hearing about him. Look, we only talking about him as cause what he said to Steph. If he had the 23 and didn't say this to Steph, we wouldn't be talking about him. We're talking about him, but not his basketball, he did a decent job. 23 points is cool. Wasn't like I said, it wasn't 90, it wasn't 70, it wasn't a a fucking uh, book, a, a book, a yeah, Devin yeah. Booker night. This conversation is purely happening because we're leading the show off with this because of what you said to Steph Curry. Not just 23 yeah. points. It's the audacity of you saying this to Steph Curry. So now, okay. Killer, if he does this seven more times and go Jeremy Lin or get an ice cream named after you pause, then maybe. You had the right to say it, but not one game. Jer- at least Jeremy Lin did it for a, a few games. Yeah, absolutely. And and the problem with that is Mason, uh, totally, because you know he played in New York, so he turned the garden upside down. But where's Jeremy Lin? He did get an ice cream, Cam. Yeah, listen, Buster Douglas got a video game. <laughs> he knocked Mike Tyson out one night and got a video game. <laughs> We ain't hear from him since. And shout out to Buster Douglas. He from Columbus, Ohio. He's an Ohio nigga. I know Buster personally. What up, Bust? He got a little boxing tournament. He got a video game because he knocked out Mike Tyson. I ain't never seen Jeremy Lynn ice cream. I ain't never played Buster Douglas punch out. Nothing. Consistency counts. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the Suns. They completed a 22-point fourth-quarter comeback to defeat the Kings, 119-117. to So what do you think about the comeback? And then what's your opinion on the Suns? Look, me and Mace picked the Suns to go to the Western Conference Final. They haven't mm-hmm. been living up to the expectations that we thought they would. Um, I'm not going to say it's not a, a tremendous feat to come back against the Sacramento Kings because the Sacramento Kings are not the Sacramento Kings that they used to be. Uh, Sacramento Kings were really, really good last year. Uh, this year, they're not in the snub out there in the sixth seed right now. Mike Brown, uh, we already know his, his coaching pedigree um, is really good, but I wouldn't make a big deal out of it because right now, if, if you ask me this at the beginning of the season, the Suns would be first, second, and third in the Western Conference. Right now, looking at it, they're the AC, uh, which guarantees no playoff spot. Right now, you're in the play-in to see if you're going to be in the playoff if it ended today. Um, and Sacramento is a better team right now than the Phoenix Suns. So I watched that, and it was a great, tremendous comeback. Look, the NBA, if you get a victory, you get a victory. So they say, us as fans, us as fans, we don't, we're not counting that shit. We expect certain we things. Yeah, we, 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 we expect certain things from certain players. Uh, it's great to come back, but 
we we got to start acting like they don't have Kevin Durant, Booker, and Bill. I I don't know why they wasn't up twenty. So that's just my opinion. So, you know, congrats on the win, but this this shouldn't be news. <laughs> you know, we're 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 sitting here as analysts and sports commentators looking for shit, and that's why I used to be mad when I watched other sports shows. I'm like, damn. Niggas to be making shit up to be talking about. Why the fuck is this really news? They made a comeback. Yeah. It's the Phoenix Suns. You got fucking Kevin Durant and Booker and Bradley Beal, and you're playing against the young guns. Now, I'm not shitting on Malik Monk or, or, or Fox or, or the coaching staff or the rest of the crew over there because they're young and up and coming. They took Golden State to seven games last year in the playoffs and did a phenomenal job. But 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 you're fucking with the big dogs. Pause. You know, yeah. it, this, this shouldn't have been a comeback situation. This should have been yeah, the, yeah, murder. The, yeah, the crazier news is why does Eric Gordon have the same amount of points as Devin Booker? Right. I mean, or Bradley Bill. That's 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 really the issue. It's not the comeback. It's like, yo, you got Bradley Bill at thirteen. You got Devin Booker at sixteen. And the story is, you got Grayson Allen at twenty nine. That's the crazy part. Right. So when I'm thinking about this as a team, the, it's still concerning because you're winning on the back's paws of Grayson Allen. He had the highest points on the team. That's not a good sign. It's a great, excellent point, man. Look, we always say it's a long season and we got some time, but shit's winding down, man. All-Star break is exactly one month from now. A few teams need to get it together sooner than later. And the Phoenix Suns are one of them. Uh, the Los Angeles Lakers are another, another team. Golden State Warriors are another team. Or we are going to see the changing of the guard. Uh, right now in the East, pretty much what we said before the season started is going on in the East. Boston, Philly, Milwaukee, uh, yeah. the creme de la creme of the East. The West, they shaking it up, baby. They shaking it up. And um, if something doesn't get done quickly, we're going to see some new blood on the, on the West, outside of Denver, that is. Yeah. Who are you thinking, Sacramento and who else? Because Sacramento is definitely one of them teams. If, if we're talking about the West, look, look, look at the West. Look, we, you, know, you know what it is. Minnesota was number one, and it's one of them situations where they'd be like, oh, they're number one now. They've been number one for about a, a month and a half. At the number one seed, yeah. it isn't like they've been number one and somebody else comes in number two and then they're number three. Then before you know it, they slide down to four or five or six. And Minnesota has been the number one seed in the NBA. And I don't know this for a fact, but off the top of my head and keeping up with what we need to do for it is what it is, at least a month, at least a month, long, maybe longer than that. Oklahoma City has been number two right. at least a month. At least a month, they've been number two. And Denver's been number three. The sleeper, and I'm not going to say it's a sleeper, but people, the team that we that's really surprising that has the best record probably since December, mid-December, at least, is the Los Angeles Clippers. You got the Los Angeles yeah. Clippers looking like, uh-oh, you know, even with Denver. Like, if they can figure that joker shit out, the Clippers are looking sensational because now you got uh, the GOAT, Paul George acting crazy now. He acting goatish. He acting, he acting real goatish lately. James Harden <laughs> is looking really happy as a basketball player. You know, body language says a lot when you play basketball. I'm not saying he wasn't happy 
and they're Phil- all back in their hometown, killer. They all from LA. Yeah, I know. So that. What better place to win? Yeah, no, but what I'm saying is we knew that before it started and we was criticizing them. Everybody was criticizing them. The only person, and we gave them their props before, the only person that said, give me a minute was Ty Lue. And obviously he had the right front games in mind. I need 10 games because that's about how long it took for him to figure it out. It took him about seven to nine games and then them niggas started clicking. And also, like, when we gave props to him before, uh, it was very big, uh, Russell Westbrook, to say, listen, I'm going to yeah, come Russell off the bench. Westbrook took, Russell Westbrook took one game. Tyrone Lou took 10 games. Russell Westbrook said, take me one game. If I come off the bench, we start winning. And I think they went on like an eight-game win streak. Amazing. So I'm giving the credit to Russell Westbrook. I give the credit to Russell Westbrook, too, but it wasn't one game. They lost like six, seven games, and then Russell Westbrook said, now, nah, I'm going to sit down, B. This shit ain't working. I don't want to be the blame. So, I don't know if you meant it took that one game for him to sit down, but remember, them niggas yeah. was losing like seven games in a row. Yeah, the one game when he made the um, decision, that's when they started winning. So, um, as a GM, I'm giving the credit to Russell Westbrook. Why is a GM? So, in the future, he could be a GM because remember I said, if this doesn't go right, this going to be the end of his career. So. You know, if somebody pauses, take one for the team, at least set him up on his next endeavor. Okay, gotcha. I don't see Russell Wilson being a GM, though. I see him being a fashion model. (laughs) 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 You know, know that nigga was the head designer for True Religion and all that shit at one particular time. You know, he's a fashionista, what you call it? Fashionista. A fashionista. He's one of the fashionistas. I saw his face when you said you don't see him being a GM when he go, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm not saying he can be a GM. I think he's more in the fashion than trying to can organize a team. But who am I to judge? I don't know. Russell Westbrook's my nigga, so whatever yeah, he want to do, I think he'll do it. Judge, he definitely judges the hearts of players very well. What's that supposed to mean? He could pick, he could pick like Paul's toughness in a player, like the same thing that um, Pat Riley was at first. He knew the right players to pick and put with certain people. That's what he continues to do with Miami. What, what, did, what did you see Russell Westbrook pick tough players, brother? When, when was this, man? No, I mean, like, he but, he can acknowledge it. He, him and KD yeah. argues a lot. Different people he argue with over the years. His, so, his perception is kind of right. So you saying, what, what does he think of KD? What are you trying to say about that? <laughs> this is the new leaf I'm on. I'm not letting people <laughs> That's what I'm asking you. <laughs> My nigga NL, new leaf. What, 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 what are you trying to say? I'm trying to... He, he, he deems Kevin Durant to take the path of least resistance. Okay. That's what he says. Okay, gotcha. Is KD, I like KD too. Pause. I, I, I want to go like, back to the song, but I still got to tell the truth. All right, man. I don't know your vibe today. I'm trying to pick <laughs> up on it, man. You got, 
You got a dog vibe. You got right. holding your mommy. De- he deems the path. <laughs> we we going deem the path today. I got to chill out. I don't know where you're going. Because you can dig deep in your bag, pause. I don't know. I don't know where we going today. If we going to deem the path, I might got to just chill out and relax. Like, I don't know where we going. <laughs> God, <no. laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Told y'all we're off to a real weird start because it's showing. Okay. Um, well, speaking of like teams changing things around, the Pacers acquired Pascal Siakam and a future second round pick from Toronto in a three team deal that includes the Pelicans. Was this a good move for the Pacers? See, I, I think this is great. Guys, guys, I makes- think this is great. I'm going to be um, pause short. I think this is really great for the the Pacers. At first, I didn't like the trade because I was thinking about how later down the line they may need Bruce Bowen, but um, Bruce Brown. Um, but I was thinking about what Siakam could bring to that team, and it's exactly the other pedigree that they need, and that's in the front court because between Buddy Hill and um and and the point guard, they they pretty got what they need for the perimeter. Now they need that presence down low. Pause. Killers on you, though. That was crazy. That was wild. <laughs> that was, uh... um, Siaka, man, his days may have passed like when he was that nigga nigga. Like, he's not bad now, but I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I got to see how it works out. I see what the Pacers are feeling. Look, they was like, we we was second, third in the East. They dropped down to seventh. And they're like, we got to bust a move to make sure that we stay where we need to stay in the playoffs. I feel more bad for Bruce Brown because it's like, yo, you could have took a couple million less and don't get it fucked up. I know you won the championship and you want your money, but you could have stayed in Denver and... Yeah. And y'all niggas could have had the same, almost the same team as last year and played that same role because you played a major part in that championship last year. It was even to the point yeah. where I was like, damn, they not playing Reggie Jackson? Who is this? And you're like, oh, this nigga, all right. Oh, this Bruce Brown nigga is all right, B. So um, I'll wait and see how the trade goes. I don't have as much information as Mace had about it just now. But more than anything else, it's more for me like, damn, Bruce. Now you're just getting shipped around when you had a real, real great place to be at, a championship team, niggas that you know, coach that loved you and you was getting decent playing time for probably two and a half more, three more million dollars than you would have made in Denver. You ain't got that Jordan Poole syndrome. Oh, Bruce? Yeah. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say that. You get out of that system, you look different. You know, sometimes, pause. you're just in a system that shines on your attributes and then you get out of that system and it's not the same. And, and players know what I'm talking about. Sometimes you look brilliant in that system only, but in another system, you wouldn't even be that player. Copy. Love that you brought out the system because we're going to talk about the system. It was reported James Harden wants to sign a long-term deal with the Clippers and retire with them. Can you see this happening? <laughs> Jesus. He said he want to retire there. Hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, this is like a girl that been married three times. She told the last nigga she'll be with him forever. <laughs> and the one before that, she told him she'll be with him yeah. forever. And he was her soulmate, you know? Right. James Harden is a Virgo. Let me start with that. So, as and I don't really talk about this a lot, but that that psychological makeup is just a lot of highs and lows. So not to cut, so not day, to cut you off, Murder. What's your sign? Virgo. Okay, I'm just letting <laughs> the people know. <laughs> you got to explain. Hey, continue. I just wanted people to know. Well, actually, actually, that's not my sign. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's your sign? My son is dollar sign. <laughs> My bad. I was no. I was just saying you was about to speak on Virgos, and people may not know why you have this much knowledge on Virgos. That's all I was saying. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like when they're a part of it, they're a part of it, and when they're not, they just there's nothing you could do to make them a part of it. So that I wouldn't I wouldn't hold any of that as true, unless he unless he puts it in writing. You know how they have a, a no-trade clause? Yes. They got to make a new clause for players. And then, I don't know what it would be for the GM, but they need that same clause for the players. You promise to not defame the, the organization. What's that? That's an NDA. They might need an NDA with James Harden, let alone a no-trade clause. Well, even, even when he... Shit it on down more. He got fined. They fined him for doing that shit. Um, look. Because Daryl Moore was his man, right? I was his nigga. And he gave him a lot, a lot of money in two different cities. Um, but Daryl Moore, did play a little game with him and said, look, resign here and I'll make sure I trade you. And then once he resigned, because he wanted to make sure, that's what I'm saying. That's how much of his man he was. He like, yo, I'm going to get you the bag here. Because if you go to another team, you're not going to get the bag that you could get for re-signing. Then I trade you. And when Daryl Morey didn't rush and do that, James Harden said he's a sucker, bitch-ass nigga, liar, whatever else he wanted to call him. And that's when the phrase, come on, my nigga, started. Because that's when Daryl Morey's like, what else can I do for you? Back to what you were saying, Mace. Um, Did he ever re-sign him for the more, the more money? Yes, that's what got James Harden mad because he re-signed with Philly. And Darren Morey was supposed to trade him. And once, because he resigned, and if Darren Morey didn't want to trade him, he couldn't bust the move. He couldn't go nowhere. So Darren Morey ended up trading him eventually, but it wasn't, it started looking like he lied to him. Like, I know I told you to resign, but we can't figure the trade out. So it may look like you're going to be in Philly another year. And nigga, like, nah, 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 nah. That wasn't the deal. You say you resigned me, you got me. And that's his man, so he trusted him, and it didn't go as fast as James Harden went wanting it to go. So that's when the problems uh, between James Harden and Daryl Morey started, because James Harden thought he was shitting on him. Um, back to this long-term deal. Look, it sounds good right now because y'all are winning. And yeah. what happened? No, I was agreeing with you. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I'm agreeing with you. You said it first. It sounds good now because. You guys are winning, and it's looking good, and y'all climbed out of a hole to being in the fourth place in the Western Conference. And why wouldn't you want to retire at home? Uh, like you said earlier in the show, Mace, uh, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden 
is all from the um, Southern California area. And if you can win and stay home, I think that's dope. We'll see. We'll, we'll, will it survive the test of time? The Clippers, one thing for sure, two things for certain, got a jinx on that motherfuckers. I know that. Every time it seemed like it's supposed to go right for the Clippers, don't matter who's on the team, it just doesn't seem to go right. Will this team make it right? Hopefully we'll see, man. What happened? Kawhi, like I said, Kawhi's looking great. James Harden's looking great. Paul George looks great. Russell Westbrook looks great. Uh, Talu coaches ass off. But look, and God forbid, knock on wood, this thing is an ankle twist from being turned all the way around. One player yeah. gets injured, God forbid, and this whole shit will go downhill. Long-term contract, the system, whatever the fuck you want to call it, it'll all go downhill. We are one Kawhi Leonard hamstring away from this chick turning to a whole different story. So hopefully that doesn't happen, but it sounds good when you're winning. Steve Ballmer, who's the owner, he seems like a dope owner. You know, they're building a new stadium for the Clippers. They got their own stadium. Some fly shit. I seen it uh, last night. Looks really dope. They're not going to be sharing the court with the Lakers anymore? Nope. They building a new studio. The Clippers got some new dope shit that they're building right now. It was looking fly, too. They got a section in there where if you got on, you can't sit in that area if you ain't got on a Clipper jersey, Clipper jacket, Clipper paraphernalia. You can't sit in a certain part of the arena. So. In other words, if you're not a genuine Clipper fan, for this portion of the arena, you can't sit there. And even if you're not a Clipper fan, you got a front like you are and wear the, the memorabilia that they have there. So uh, the merch or whatever. But I think Steve Ballmer is dope, man. He's really excited. He's a fun. He's, he's not Mark Cuban. He's kind of quirky, kind of different at the games, exciting. Excited, but I think he's a he's passionate about his team. When he was in the arena today, pardon me, last night, with a hard hat on, pause, with the construction workers showing how the arena is getting built, like he was like, like he was part of building this shit. So I think they got a dope owner, and, and you know, good things are happening for the Clippers moving forward. But I do think that's part of the problem, being where the Lakers play every night, whether yeah. they change that floor or not, from the Lakers to the Clippers. When you look up in them banners, in them yeah. Raptors, you only see Laker yeah. banners. You don't see no other banners but Laker banners. No matter if the floor say Clippers or not, the Raptors say Lakers. So I think you got to get out that yeah, building like, and start showing dynasty. Yeah, it's like a nigga letting you stay in his house and saying you're good. You're good <laughs> until you're not good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's out there playing each night. Exactly. Good point. And then last topic before we go to break, DeAndre Ayton missed Wednesday night's game against the Nets because his neighborhood was too icy. He tried for hours to get out, but was unsuccessful. The Blazers sent people to help, but they couldn't get available. So thoughts on him being stuck? <laughs> Wait, let me say this. Let me say this. Yo, D-Wade, I apologize for dissing you on your birthday, but I still stand by what I said. But not on your birthday. I shouldn't have said that on your birthday. But moving on to D. What's his name? DeAndre? DeAndre Ayton. Oh, man. Why do they got to send somebody to help that that big nigga get out the house? <laughs> Ain't he like seven feet? <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> what, do, what do they send over there? 
I don't know. They just said they sent help and it said two no availables. That was the report. Imagine, imagine two five eight niggas over there trying to shovel snow to get a seven foot nigga out with slippers on. <laughs> was it too snowy or too icy? It said too icy. <laughs> Why you some ice skates, nigga? Like, yo, you get paid too much money. Look, me and me and Mace went last year to go see the Phoenix Suns play, which he played for the Phoenix Suns last year, which he didn't play because he was beefing with the coach, Monty, and all that. Like, yo, it, niggas got to, it's always. Yeah, he wanted to stay in Phoenix, remember? Yeah, right, yeah, exactly. And it's like, it's always something. <laughs> it's always something with certain niggas. You know who would have got to the game? Kobe Bryant, God bless him today, would have got to the game. Michael Jordan would have got to the game. Allen Iverson would have got to the game. And I hate always bringing up certain niggas because it seems like, <laughs> Cam, you always bringing up the old niggas, this and that. You know. Talking the past. Yeah, like, you know. Like when this segment, when we, when after I say what I say, and you say what you say, Stats gonna say, well, if it's just too icy to get out the house, I you, you can't blame them for not making it to the game cam, and you know, things happen, and 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 and, and what do you expect them to do because it's just icy? We're in that world where it's, it's Gen, <laughs> what is it, Gen? Why she is Gen? Gen Z. Yeah, Gen I actually Z, disagree Z. with this one, but I hear you. <laughs> yeah, man, Gen Z shit. <laughs> It's frozen. What is he supposed to do? He's seven feet and he's frozen. His his pinky is frostbitten, Cam. Yeah, yeah. What would you like him to do? Yeah, Gen Z shit. And I'm cool with Gen Z. Don't get it fucked up. But it'd be a lot of excuses with Gen Z shit. It's mad excuses, yeah. man. Yeah, when they when they're on fire, it's oh, it's a new day. But when it's some struggle, yeah. they want every excuse in the book to get out of it. Yeah, and listen. You know, the, you know, my problem is it's just the athletes because Gen Z got the drillers. Pause. <laughs> Niggas drilling <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it ain't like Gen Z ain't out here doing certain things they need to, need to be done. It's just some of the athletes. And it's not all of them. Because yeah. John Moran, them niggas dogs. I mean, Zion's healthy dogs, nigga. So it's just certain niggas, but I don't know what, I don't even know, yo, that, that just, to me, I don't see ice. I can't see a nigga just slipping his way <laughs> out the house like, nah, I can't go nowhere, nigga. This is crazy. My bad, Jen. GZ. No, I need to go pile a list of things. Gen Z, Gen X, millennials, and see what y'all think is weird versus not. We're going to have to yeah, go through that, that one for day. for real, we should. I think that would be yeah. hilarious. That would be. It would be. Some things that I'm probably like, think is weird, y'all are probably like, yeah, da, da, da. That's so a fact. We'll, we'll, we'll do a list. That's Whether a fact. it be next episode, we'll figure it out. I just, I we got to settle this. Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely <laughs> right because I had an argument. I hate to keep bringing this nigga up on the show. My man says, City, he's mad at me because I don't miss pay phones. He's telling me, Cam, you don't miss just going to the payphone? No, I don't. I don't. Yeah. And nigga said, you don't miss Smooth Magazine with all the girls on it? I said, man, listen, I, I ain't going to lie. I like my iPhone. There's bitches on there. I can see who I want. I used to have to jerk <laughs> off to the Jet Magazine Beauty of the Week when I was little. I don't want to do that. <laughs> you know, you don't even know the Jet Beauty of the Week stat. Okay. Like, that was a big deal at one time, man. That's what I had to do. No, I don't miss that. Mace has no comment. Okay, I will make the list and we'll discuss that 
opening of one of our shows next. But we're going to go to break. New What'd you say, This Vic? is my new league. <laughs> That's part of that. No, my bad, Murder. I, I'm just sad. Sin pissed me off. I looked at the phone and we all argued with this nigga for three and a half hours because there's no more payphones in New York. Shit was crazy. And I don't miss Smooth Magazine for the bitches. It is what it is. Hey, we're going to go to break. When we return, we will talk CJ Stroud's edited post-game interview. Don't go anywhere. She called this thing about toxic Four years and counting Got you feeling like an option Maybe I'm my own problem, babe She tired of hearing I don't know my stubborn in me won't fall, oh, oh Dealing with this thing called trust But she really thinking about She wanna be free Why am I in this one? She wanna be free Hell, I don't wanna see her walk away I wish somebody told me the rules Disagreements let her win Then it's cool Even when Welcome back. So let's get into our underdog fantasy picks of the day. On Sunday, the Bucks will play the Lions. Baker Mayfield is at one and a half passing touchdowns. Do you have him higher or lower, Cam? Baker Mayfield, higher. Yeah, higher. He's going to definitely need to score points. Okay. Mike Evans is at four and a half receptions. Do you have him higher or lower, Mace? Four and a half receptions, higher. Higher as well. Okay, and Jared Goff is at 34 and a half passing attempts. Do you have him higher or lower, Cam? Higher. Lower. Okay. Download the Underdog Fantasy app and you can make your picks too. Reading that is funny to me because somebody literally mocked me the other day. They were like, stat? Download the Underdog Fantasy app and you can make your (laughs) picks too. (laughs) Guys, I get it. It's part of it. It's part of it. Okay. So NBC is Hold being... Hold on real quick. Hold yeah. on. Yo, Sin. Mace was here. And could you tell him how the aliens and us are trading gold for Wi-Fi? You on the show. We got, got Wi-Fi from them. Wait, that nigga said we doing business with the aliens? Hold, yeah, this is him. Hold, hold on. Start over real quick. I said, we, we got our internet and Wi-Fi from them uh, because our planet produces sulfur like no other planet. So we made an agreement. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what they won't teach us how to fly because we'll kill ourselves. They don't like they don't like nuclear bombs, so that's why they are there all the hot spots, which is Ohio, New York, uh, wherever we keep nuclear bombs, Virginia, wherever we keep nuclear bombs, that's when they come around when we start when we start bombing each other. Because our, our planet is the only one that produce, produces sulfur. What's funny? What they need it for, though? What what the aliens need it for? I don't know. Who, uh, last question, because 
Mace can't even hear you. He, 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 I mean, you can't hear him because the speakers are... Who's conducting the deal with the aliens for on our side? Well, we got a special part in the government for that. Not even the president is down with that. They don't. They, there's a special part of the government that's funded by the government. But only it's called a blue book. But only America's involved. Not not the rest. Not Asia. Not Russia. Not not. No 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 no. Everybody got their own thing. Wherever it happens at, they got their own secret society in the government. It's called the blue book. All right, Mace, Mace was just wondering about it because I told him how we was doing business with them and they give us internet, we give them gold. So I, we'll, we'll discuss it later, man. Thank you for <laughs> chiming in, man. You can't make this shit up. We're trading gold for Wi-Fi. Yo, that... <laughs> <laughs> this nigga. Only a nigga from Harlem. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm trying to tell you. It was, yo, bro, three hours of this yesterday, yesterday man. My bad. I didn't even mean to interrupt the show with this. And listen, listen, you know what's crazy yeah. about this? There's going to be people who watch this and be like, yo, he's right. <laughs> so so it's yeah. going to be six niggas out there somewhere. It's like, nah, he ain't lying. Yeah. Maybe this is where they get the Galaxy phone from. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. 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 This is where we got yeah. the Galaxy. That's where the Galaxy phone came from. <laughs> Oh shit! My best, that my bad. I have more questions. I guess that's for another day because even the soldier conversation threw me off. But okay, NBC is being accused of editing CJ Stroud's post-game interview, cutting out CJ thanking Jesus Christ. So in a side-by-side one edit, he says before the speech, first and foremost, I want to thank Jesus Christ, and then in the edit after, it goes straight to the post-game question. So what do you think about the accusations and the videos circulating around of both of the edits? Let's go first. Uh, man, this is this is a real interesting one because um, I would first start by saying <sighs> that he has the right to voice who he gives his credit to. It's like somebody asking you, why were you able to perform at such a high level? Some people may say it's because of our law, or some people may say, even if it wasn't a religion, they may say, my mother did this for me. I think to try to redirect anybody's praise or credit is just, is just horrifically wrong because that's who they got the strength from. If you like the performance pause or what they were able to do, they're telling you how they were able to find that fortitude, how they were able to do this. But I just think that when you're on the certain platforms, they try to control who you even give the credit to. Because if you give credit to something that's outside of what they desire that credit to go towards, then it'll have more people looking in that direction. And I think that's the thing is just... We're just looking at a world that kind of 
don't respect God in the form of Jesus or that. Because if he would have said Allah or anything else, they wouldn't have had a problem with it. It just was a, a problem because he was speaking on a platform that that pretty much did not want the name of Jesus really edified. And because he's a athlete, another side of that is that we don't have you here for Jesus. So that's going to be their argument. We don't want to know about Jesus. We want to know about your physical athletic ability and how you was able to do that physically and athletically and leaving all the religion out. So that's it seemed like the only time people want to leave that out is when it comes to Christianity, because they look at Christianity as a softer religion. They look at Islam and other and those other religions as something that they have to respect. But that's where I would take that and, and conclude that. It's a great take. That, that was really a great take. Um, and you that's why I wanted you to go first, because you know better than anybody else. Uh about this particular topic. What I'll add in and say is that censorship is real no matter what it is. Um, and no, this mm-hmm. is, I'm not even talking about religion. I'm talking about what they want you to hear. What they want yeah. you to hear. I remember I did 60 Minutes and I was like, I'm not fucking with snitches, this, that, and the third. And if a murderer had been lived by my house, da, da, I move. They chopped that shit up so bad that I said about so basically, I did an interview years ago in 60 Minutes, and I was saying I'm not fucking with snitching. People who snitch. And mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that interview. Right, but they chopped it up to, you know, Anderson Cooper and 60 Minutes crew chopped it up to what they wanted to chop it up to. They didn't put in the part that I was saying that telling doesn't necessarily lead to a conviction. So you're in the neighborhood, a rough neighborhood, it doesn't matter if it's Harlem or uh, California or fucking Washington, D.C., whatever. They tell you to tell and you really don't have any knowledge of the case that goes on. And I'll say what I said to them, to being that they never aired them. Yeah. I said that you have you go and say, say you're a little kid and you see something happen. Or not a little 15, 16-year-old, you see something happen. And because you testify, that doesn't mean you're going to get a guilty verdict. Now, the people that you told on it, which you had nothing to do with this situation, you have yeah. to go face them every day. And they didn't get convicted, but you went and told on them for some shit that wasn't, had nothing to do with you. Now, you get, now you're the tattletale, you're the snitch, or you're the whatever. It's consequences behind doing things, and you still have to go back to that same neighborhood. I'm not sitting here saying today, as a grown man, if you have to go tell as an older lady or an older man or something else, cool. But a lot of times, if you're stuck in a neighborhood, an urban neighborhood, and you had nothing to do with the situation and you may want to help, I get that. But that doesn't mean you're going to get 100% conviction. And now you got to look these same killers or robbers or whatever you want to tell in the face because you didn't get convicted. Same thing like what I was saying also, and I said that they had the blue shield the cops don't tell on each other. The cops do a bunch of foul shit to uh, civilians and citizens and beat the shit out of them. Like, imagine if, and I know this is older as well, and y'all could Google this. Imagine it wasn't any surveillance. And them cops didn't even get convicted after that anyway. But imagine it wasn't any footage of Rodney King getting beat up by 15, yeah. 16 cops. If it wasn't any footage of that, it would have been like, yo, he tripped and fell. That's how he broke his arm, his neck, his leg, his knees. 
his, his teeth is out. He just fell down some stairs. If it, yeah. that's how it goes. So, yeah. um, I just wanted to clear that up because sixty minutes botched my whole shit up and made me seem like, oh, Cam's just crazy. I, they did. They didn't put any of the points that I said behind um, any substance behind the points that I said. But um, it's nobody else better to talk about this particular topic uh, than Mace. And uh, I'll leave that at that. I think he summed it up really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I think the thing about CJ Stroud, he outwardly always talks about his faith and trust in God, which I mean, as an athlete or wh- mm-hmm. whoever you are, you should be able to do that, especially nowadays. It's kind of weird. I think, because I mean, I believe in God. I think it's weird that yeah. people can't outwardly speak on that or it's like, it has to be edited. I think that's very weird because that's part of him. So why should anybody have to hide that? Just like if you practice Islam and you, like you are speaking to Allah, like if that's yeah. what you believe in, that should be allowed. So cutting that out, yeah, they're going to get a lot of heat for it and people are going to call them out. I'm curious as to how they're going to respond to the situation because they might just brush past it. But I think that's not okay. So we will see the results, but I think it's very weird behavior, personally. Okay, next, it was announced Jason Kelsey is retiring, but he never shared the news with a reporter. Apparently, it was leaked from a teammate in the locker room after their final game. But how do you feel about the way it was done? If he did, he did Jason Kelsey confirm that the teammate was right? No. He never confirmed nor denied anything. Yeah. And what the t- why would the teammate just blurt that out? Did he get paid extra? Or does he just want to seem like he gets the information first? Well, Jason Kelsey, I'll come back off the strength. Like, yo, my nigga, you don't know if he's retired or not. Look, everybody's saying he was retiring after the game. He looks pretty old as for, for a center. You know, this is the guy, pause who's hiking the fucking ball to... um. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts. I think he had a tremendous career. Um, if he is retiring, man, salute to you. I think you've done a great job with the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, and you come from a great football family. As far as the teammates concerned, I just don't understand why he was said. And it still has that. It's still no confirmation. You know, these are the stories that I'll be like, I don't really want to indulge on it because it may be a nigga just running his mouth. It may have been a nigga in the locker room like, if me and Mason in the locker room talking like, yo, I'm thinking, I think I'm going to wrap this shit up. I think I'm going to retire. And then Stack go running and be like, yo, Cam's retiring. And, you know, like, yo, how you know you just, he wasn't ear hustling, you know, what that lead to. <laughs> you know exactly what that lead to. That's exactly what I heard, ear hustling. Yeah. Nigga, ear hustling. Yeah, man. You know, pillow talking back. So, you know, niggas know the chain of command after you start ear hustling, man. <laughs> so... Uh, that's that's what I get for that. I think he overheard him talking to somebody else that went and ran his mouth like he had the information first. But if it yeah. is the case, uh, I like Travis. I mean, um, Jason. Jason Kelsey. Salute, bro. And great career. Yeah, I think it, I think for him to to realistically go out and say that, I definitely would want to know who said it, especially if it's somebody that's on a team. Like you don't don't be doing that. Who who did that on the Lakers one time? Who, who was the nigga name that did that? Went out and said, "Yo, you know your man be cheating." Who did that? D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, D'Angelo. That's probably why they're not winning at the Lakers, man. It's like 
You don't want somebody around that does that. And especially even if you're a Heisman, remember Charlie Ward did the same thing. It's like, bro, you can't be doing that. Like, especially spreading secrets of the team because then there's no trust in the locker room. And it might be somebody that probably won his position. It hustling. True. And putting it out there, getting the story going. Yeah, I agree. To me, that's like hater energy. Because even when people like leak somebody's pregnancy, if they told you not to tell somebody, why would you go? Especially if that's like a sentimental moment with y'all, you know, last game of the season. That's just not your business to tell anybody and definitely not a reporter. So weird again. Last thing before we end the show, Gerard Mayo, the first black coach in Patriots history and now the NFL's youngest coach, said during his introductory press conference, I do see color because I believe if you don't see color, you can't see racism. What do you think about him saying that during his introductory speech? That's going to be... That's one of those things. If you start out with that kind of explosive statement, you better win. You better win because you put the bullseye on yourself. Pause by even making a statement like that. I think some statements are just you don't have to say to make a grand entrance, but that was definitely a grand entrance. And I wish him the best. I hope he does very well because that statement needs to be followed up with a lot of wins. Yeah, and look, it's no secret, man. Boston could be racist as a fuck, as motherfucker. It's for yeah. real. That shit is a racist tale, man. Not saying it ain't niggas up there. Shout out to my niggas, New Edition, that OG and the Bulldogs, and everybody at <laughs> Roxbury and all them niggas and the young and up and coming niggas. But Boston is racist, man. And look, even back in the days, niggas. You ain't shout out Benzino. Yeah, Benzino moved, though. He Shout out to Benzino. Shout out to, to Maine, man, everybody <laughs> up there. But that shit is a racist city. Like, you know, even sports-related. I remember, even though they had the chief, Robert Parrish, and all that, it's changed now. Like, it's super-duper changed now because, you know, times went on. But Boston used to be the white team, and the Lakers used to be the black team. That's just the way it used to be. Larry Bird against Magic Johnson, black against white. And that's what made the league yeah. move forward, period. You know, mm. Boston has a tundra of fucking black players since then. You know, and then, don't get me wrong. They had Dennis, what was it, Dennis Scott, Murder? Dennis? Was it Dennis, Dennis Scott? Scott? Yeah, Dennis yeah. Scott. Uh, yeah, Dennis Chief. Scott, Robert Parrish. Yeah, Reggie yeah. Lewis, Sky Buster Dead. Um, had a few tokens. <laughs> yeah, some token niggas. <laughs> so, but just as a city overall, um, it's known to be pretty racist. And hopefully it isn't like that today, but I'm pretty sure racism is everywhere. And you being a nigga coaching the Patriots, making that statement, May said that shit right. Yeah. You better win and win fast, nigga. Uh, expeditiously, yeah. T.I. voice. You better win fast, nigga. <laughs> you, it is no, you do not get a big window. in your mouth like that. Yeah, you know you he wasn't there with his mother. Yeah. His mother would have told him, don't go up there and say what you thinking. Yeah, exactly. Do not. <laughs> yeah, he must have his Yeezys on, nigga. You got to be careful up there talking that <laughs> shit with racism, nigga. Right now, they ain't going to make it racism, but you better win. I'll tell you that. 
Yeah, my mother would have slapped me in the back of my head when I came off there. Why did you go up there and say that? Yeah. And and when he mean up, first of all, up there is one of the worst places to say it. It ain't like you in <laughs> New York or Philly. Nigga, you went up there and said it. <laughs> Bugging, nigga. You better win. He, he went in he went in his the jingo bag, boss. <laughs> <laughs> I'd <laughs> be careful, man. Well, salute to him. He is making history and he's standing on business with his yeah. views. So we'll see what happens next season. Stand on business until it goes business. wrong. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that nigga will be standing in the unemployment line. He don't fucking win. I'm telling you that much. He got, he got a certain amount of time to get that shit done. <laughs> Don't listen to Stat. Stat going to set y'all up for failure, yo. Yeah. Never that. Never that. And y'all, I'm going to come back with this list so we can discuss it next episode. Yeah. <laughs> but that's all the time we have for today. Thanks for watching. And as always, it is what it is. Uh,